And I see again the forest fires are starting. It's starting again in California. I said, you got to clean your floors, you got to clean your forests. They have many, many years of leaves and broken trees. And they're like, like so flammable. You touch them and it goes up. I've been telling them this now for three years, but they don't want to listen. The environment. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nathaniel Paul Thurston. I'm by myself right now. Charlie's gone all week. If this is your first time listening to the show, I recommend you stop right now and you go back to some previous shows and you listen to those, maybe last week or the week before that. So right now, I'm at my house. I'm in the spare bedroom using a small podcasting setup. You'll notice the mic sounds different, all of that stuff. Uh, But we're going to talk about this wildfire situation going on right now because apparently the planet, the whole planet's burning. If you look through Twitter, that's what you'll see. And it's, uh, of course, it's because of climate change. And so I wanted to talk to everyone about that. If you've been anywhere on the internet or around a news channel, then you know that there are really bad wildfires up in Canada, and the smoke has made its way all the way down to the east coast of the United States, allowing for some pretty crazy video and photos coming out of New York. Here's a story on Reuters uh, from Canada. Canada is on track to face its worst ever year of wildfire destruction. The country has been battling what experts believe is the most severe wildfire season on record there. About 8.2 million acres of land have already been burned. That's about 13 times more than the average over the last decade. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau on Monday. This is a scary time for a lot of people, not just in Alberta, but right across the country, including in the Atlantic, the North, and Quebec, too. Officials also say that warm and dry conditions are forecast to persist through the end of summer. All right, so as you can see, big fires going around. Okay, that's basically the idea right now. A lot of stuff's on fire. Now, when it comes to what's going on in the USA, well, let's look at some of the stuff going on in New York. Uh, I mean, that's pretty crazy looking, not gonna lie. Okay, so that's that's bad. I don't like that. Apparently the air quality is really bad and everyone is flipping, going nuts right now all across. Of course, people on the left, here's the thing. If you just give the U.S. government some more money, then we're going to be able to stop things like this from ever happening because this thing right here that... It's affecting New York, but it came from Canada originally. If the governments around the world, especially the U.S., just have more of your hard-earned dollars, then they would be able to prevent this from happening. That is the, th- that is the line that they are going to sell to you, these demagogues out there in Washington. In fact, let's look at some of the things that they've been saying. Now, this is a, a retweet from Mehdi Hassan from MSNBC, I think, 
on that Reuters video we just played. Uh, that's Reuters saying Canada's on track to face its worst ever year of wildfire destruction. And Medi says, yet we continue to ignore the existential threat of climate change and mock and deride those young people taking direct action to try and wake the rest of us up. We're just ignoring the existential threat of climate change and we're mocking, you know, those young people that uh, throw... I, I don't know, whatever it is, fake crap oil on paintings or whatever it is that they do to prevent uh, wildfire smoke coming from Canada to New York. Well, they just haven't thrown enough stuff on enough paintings, but they're trying to do the right thing. Okay, we know they're trying to do the right thing. Justin Trudeau said hundreds of American firefighters have recently arrived in Canada and they're on the way. On the phone, I spoke with POTUS about this critical support and thank them for all the help Americans are providing as we continue to fight these devastating wildfires. We're seeing more and more of these fires because of climate change. These fires are affecting everyday routines, lives and livelihoods, and our air quality. We'll keep working here at home and with partners around the world to tackle climate change and address its impacts. Now, when you say we're seeing more and more of these fires because of climate change, one, you would need to prove that it's because of climate change. And two, you would need to show that we're seeing more and more of these fires. And compared to when? We'll talk about that later. We're going to keep going through some of the mass hysteria. We showed the video of what it looks like in New York. Uh, Kasim Rashid Esquire, who says some of the dumbest stuff I've ever seen on Twitter before. Need to add him on the uh, short list for Dumb Bleep. This is real life. Now, this is showing a, a a weather report, and instead of what would look like snow normally, whatever, this is actually fires and, and smoke, like smoke going across the U.S. It looks like Nashville's kind of not getting hit by the smoke right now, so that's pretty good. Uh, maybe we threw enough stuff on some paintings for the climate change gods to pass us over around here. Kasim uh, says, this is real life right now. This smoke is cancerous and fatal, especially to people with asthma or long COVID. Asthma or long COVID. Those are the, those are the two things, huh? Okay. Imagine seeing this and thinking climate change is fake. Imagine being a politician and still taking fossil fuel money. If we value our future, we need new leadership. So imagine seeing this uh, smoke right here and thinking climate change is fake. Imagine seeing that smoke and thinking that this is the only time it's ever happened in the history of humanity. You know what? They didn't have this weather channel and satellites 500 years ago. So I have no clue whether or not this has ever happened. I'm not going to use it as proof that there is some type of climate change happening and further proof that we need to give the government more of our money. I'm not saying it isn't happening, but I'm saying that this is not proof. I'm responding specifically to that. Imagine seeing this and thinking climate change is fake. This is a current representation of what this map looks like with smoke on it. Climate change would need, first off, I need to see what it used to look like. Has it ever looked like that ever, bef ever before? I can't look at one picture of something happening right now and say, oh yeah, well, climate change, because I've got every other map just like that uploaded directly into my brain all throughout the world's history. And so I can definitely tell that this is climate change. No. That's not what's going on. 
Is the climate changing? Well, we'll just do our disclaimer. Yeah, probably always has been, probably always will be. Is it because of people? Some of it could be. We can't say that taking all of this carbon and putting it up into the air would have no effect on climate around the world. But can you point to every single specific thing that happens and say that this is because of climate change? No, because then you're saying that these things have never happened before. And when you look at every single instance and say, well, this is climate change, then that is what you're saying. You're saying this has never happened before in all the world's history. It's just because we've been putting carbon up into the atmosphere. That's it. This has never happened. All right. Let's continue on from Kasim. Randy Weingarten chiming in because uh, who cares? She says climate change is real. Please be careful today in New York City. It's a picture and it's, you know, there's smoke out there and it's orange-ish like what we've been seeing in the photos. Therefore, this person who runs a teacher's union, pretty big one, I'm sure. Hey, kids. Here's a picture, and the sky's kind of orange right now at the specific time that we took the picture. Therefore, climate change is real. We've done the entire scientific process. I don't know why you had to go to school for all that time. Look at this picture. It's tinted slightly orange. Therefore, climate change is real. There we go. Now we know that. Um, Earth Justice When New Yorkers look outside today, they're seeing clouds of smoke and scrambling to find N95. Six of the largest seven fires on record in California have been in the last three years. Climate change is here. We need to protect our air, protect our forests, and stop burning fossil fuels now. Now. Okay, we'll talk about that whole idea later. Six of the largest seven fires on record in California have been in the last three years. Anytime we see the words on record, that means that, which by the way, why are we talking about California right now? Uh, But anytime you see the words on record, the first thing you have to ask is how far back does the record go? That's the first thing you would need to ask. What percentage is that record of time, all of time? in that location on Earth. Point zero 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 one or whatever uh, is the amount of record that we have. So anytime you see the words on record, just remember it's meaningless. It doesn't mean anything unless you're trying to push a specific point. I'm not saying that it's not happening. I'm not saying that they're not the worst fires ever. I'm saying on record means nothing and it shouldn't. Chuck Schumer says this smoke and smog over New York and the rest of the Northeast is a warning that we have a lot of work to do to reverse the destruction of climate change. I'll interject right there. Not only are we nowhere close to reversing the destruction of climate change, we're not even close to stopping the warming trend that is predicted right now and nothing that we are saying we are going to do is going to slow is going to stop us 
from getting warmer, even according to all of the rosiest projections, we're not even discussing reversing the effects. We're still talking plus, well, we'll talk about the graphs here in a minute. It's, the point is, they're just trying to sell you a reason uh, that they need to take your money. And when they say things like, oh, not only are they going to stop climate change, they're going to reverse the effects of any of the climate change we've had to this point. These people, they can do anything. You give them any amount of money, they can give you any amount of stuff, including changing the weather of the entire freaking planet. Chuck Schumer continues on. He says, we passed the Inflation Reduction Act to put us on track to reduce our greenhouse gas emissions by 50% by 2030, but we must do more. That's to drop our greenhouse gas emissions 50% by 2030. They passed the Inflation Reduction Act to put us on track to reducing the emissions 50%. It doesn't say that it's going to do it, by the way. It just says that they passed it to do this. Actually, they, pa they passed us to put us on track to do this. Actually, it's not going to happen. That's, that's what it is. But you know what he needs? He needs more of your money. That's what it is. AOC, she's commenting on this thing. Life-threatening heat today in Puerto Rico. So hot that some meteorologists are astonished. It's so hot that some meteorologists are astonished. Oh, my God. We need to give people our money. And more of the same to come this week. Heat index numbers as high as 115 to 125. Since when do we start basing opinions based on heat index numbers? Which I've always thought is a weird thing anyway. I know that there's science behind the heat index. They say it feels like this. Like, oh, it's 95, but it feels like it's 110. And I'm like, no. It feels like it's 95 because it's 95 and this is what it feels like right now. It doesn't feel, it's like saying you can give 110%. You can't, it's not possible. If it's 95 degrees, whatever it feels like outside feels like 95. That's because that's what the temperature is. All right, I get it. They add in things like humidity, stuff like that. I'm, not, I'm just being smart ass right now. Anyway, AOC, she says between NYC in wildfire smoke and this in puerto rico it bears repeating how unprepared we are for the climate crisis we must adapt our food systems she's, she's partially right about them energy grids infrastructure health care etc asap to prepare to prepare for what's to come and catch up to what is already here now, we do need to do some adapting because guess what? We're not going to stop what's coming. Even the rosiest projections don't stop what's coming. As long as you agree that the earth is warming and is going to continue to warm up to the year 2100, and then I think it just ends at that point. I don't see anything that goes past that. I think it just stops at 2100 on the dot. Uh, but anyway, it's going to keep warming and nothing that we do is going to stop that. We're talking about a, a difference in a couple decimal points based on whether or not we all decide to not use electricity for the next 75 years. So let's, uh, let's see. 
What else have we got? Nina Turner, of course, we can't forget Nina Turner. Fox News posts out this article that says Biden joins AOC in linking Canadian wildfires to the climate crisis. And Nina Turner comments and says the planet is on fire. Of course it's related to the climate crisis. Try to imagine what has to go through your head when you say something like this. The planet is on fire. Of course it's related to the climate crisis. First thing, false. Second thing, of course the false thing is false thing. I must feel pretty good to say that. The planet is, guys, is the planet on fire? I just looked out my window. It's, it's not all on fire, at least. At least I can tell you right now that Nashville, Tennessee is not on fire. Okay. I think everything else is on fire. Pretty sure we're going to have to get uh, Tom Cruise to use witchcraft to get fire off of the entire planet, apparently. I'm not sure. Oprah Winifrey. Okay, maybe she can do something about it. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Think about this with me, folks. Seriously, I want you to think about it for a minute. Over the past week, how much time did you spend on yourself, on things that you needed and wanted versus the amount of time you spent on other people? I mean, actually, what's the answer to that? For me, I don't even want to tell you the ratio. It's not that great. It's easy to get caught up worrying about everyone else and what makes them happy. And then a couple months go by and you're like, whoa, what about me? What do I need? Therapy can help you strike a better balance in your life so you can continue being a great friend or a great family member without getting stretched too thin and burn out. If you're considering therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, flexible, and convenient. Just fill out a few questions on the website to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists at any time for no charge. Hey, listen, my life was changed because I chose to go to therapy. Charlie still uses BetterHelp. He's been using it for a few years. He loves it, loves the app. Seriously, if you're thinking about this, I highly recommend BetterHelp. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GML. What else? Uh, President Biden talks about the firefighters, okay? Canada's, they respond to record wildfire Events that are intensifying because of the climate crisis. They are intensifying based on what period of time. That's what you're going to have to tell me. It's based on what period of time. But we'll talk about that here in a second. I assume this is going to be a pretty short episode. Although not as short as what I had originally planned on. Bernie Sanders says right now, 98 million people on the East Coast are under air quality alerts from Canadian fires. And last night, NYC had the worst air quality in the world. Climate change makes wildfires more frequent and widespread. If we do nothing, this is our new reality. It's time to act. I do think it's time to act. I think we need to declare war on Canada. That's all I can come up with. Who is actually hurting us right now? It's Canada's freaking forestry service policy that's what's actually this is an attack we are under attack right now this honestly this is worse than anything russia's ever done to us from what i can tell can you guys can you guys fact check that for me real quick it's worse than a lot of the countries that we bombed have ever done to us right now freaking canada man y'all should watch that movie canadian bacon Find it on something. It's freaking hilarious. It's so good. Oh, I love it. Okay. Uh, Climate change makes wildfires more frequent and widespread. If we do nothing, this is our new reality. By the way, if you do all the stuff that he's talking about doing, this is still our new reality. It's time to act, doing things, 
that none of the data or models or projections say is going to change any of this. But it's time to act, and we need to use a ton of money, especially everyone except for Bernie's money. Anyone who's got more money than Bernie or less money than Bernie, specifically just not Bernie's money, uh, that's the money that we need to use right now. Okay, Nina Turner, I think we're about through the hysteria right now. To everyone saying, quote, it's from fires in Canada, end quote. Yeah, we know. The planet is burning and it's due to climate change that fossil fuel companies like ExxonMobil knew about for decades. The period planet period is period burning period. I'm going to need a fact check on this one from PolitiFact or someone. Um, I don't know. This just seems to be about the main wildfire that we're talking about if the rest of the world was on fire i don't think this one would be as big of a deal but that's just me i don't know maybe i'm just not feeling it right now nina and the party for socialism and liberation they've got a way to solve this problem okay and guess what it is socialism that's what's going to solve this problem. NYC air quality has been declared a health risk. As smoke from Canadian wildfires permeate the entire city. Climate change is here. We need socialism. That might be the best way to stop all the emissions, considering the fact that it would just destroy all of the productive capacity of anyone who took it on. I mean, I guess you would have less emissions but actually things could get worse as well with this many people because we'd probably go back to burning wood for heat and for cooking after all of the factories are gone uh, and then actually you would end up with more wildfires like we used to have because people used to freaking burn wood all the time for all of their necessities and then we started using fossil fuels and a number of wildfires went down dramatically. Ironically enough, I know, let's listen to this party for socialism and liberation. Look at the New York City sky right now. New York City air quality has been declared a health risk as smoke from Canadian wildfires permeate our entire city. Right now, New York City has the second worst air quality in the world. Just how bad is it? Breathing in this air for 24 hours is the equivalent of smoking half a pack of cigarettes. Climate change is here. The people need more than just online advisories from our city government telling us to mask up or stay indoors. We need the ability to stay home in these unsafe conditions without losing income. We need air purification equipment in our schools, our residential and work buildings. We need real internationally coordinated efforts to combat climate change now. The Canadian wildfire shows that climate change knows no borders. Ultimately, we need socialism, a system planned around the needs of the people and the planet. Well, everyone, there you have it. That's what we need. This, we finally got the proper case for socialism. Uh, right now, we won't have wildfires anymore. Um, or we'll still have wildfires, there just won't be anyone around to count them or anything. And the satellites will all 
fall back down to earth and all that and we won't be able to track them anymore and so it should take care of the wildfire problem all right we've pretty much gone through uh all the stuff that's happening from this fire wildfires have burned 15 times a normal area in canada this year i'm not gonna lie it's a big fire okay i'm not disputing the fact that this is a large fire and that they're going to be going over their uh, historical record here at least back to the year 1990 because i can't find any freaking data before that and this is a very complicated scenario because essentially we've got all the data from when we had satellites and stuff like that when it comes to Canada having a difficult time finding more. Now, there have been a lot of really big wildfires in Canada. In fact, in the top 10 wildfires like in, in world history, I believe six of them were in Canada. A lot of freaking trees up there, guys. I don't know if you've looked at the map, but it's, it's big, and there's a lot of trees up there. And apparently, the, it's been getting hot and dry, okay? When you look at area burned over the years from 1990 to 2021 from the Canadian Interagency Forest Fire Center, the National Forestry Database, uh, you would see that the uh, area burned over the years. In 1995, they had like 7.5 million hectares, I believe. Yeah, not acres. Uh, 7.5 million hectares. And this is going to be more than that. It is, in fact, going to be more than that. But if Canada's anything like the history of U.S. wildfires, which we have a little bit more historical data on, um, They've probably had a lot of years where they have way more than this. We just don't have it on record because people used to burn wood all the time for heat and for cooking. And then people also used to intentionally burn forest because that's the way that things, that's the way this is prevented. All right. When you, you burn all of that underbrush, you got to clean your florist, just like Donald Trump said in one of our favorite quotes of all time. You got to clean your florists, okay? That's how you prevent these massive fires. And I don't know what Canada's policies are on that, but I know a lot of places in the U.S., especially in California, they've not been doing that. And that's why we've ended up with a lot of these major fires in California. Now, here's an interesting thing. And we're back in U.S. data right now, if you're looking at the graph. What you'll see is a graph that goes from 1980 and from 1983 technically to 2021 and you'll see the uh the area burned in acres millions of acres uh, for the u.s it's on a steady uptrend and so when you see this graph you'll say oh look the amount of acres going up is on a steady uptrend it's gone from around oh i don't know let's just say two million acres in 1983 and then up to about 7 million acres by 2021 and you just see this nice uptrend if you're not watching the video which um, if i don't post this video then you're not going to be able to watch it anyway the difficult part is we've got data for before 1983 but here's something that the u.s did and i don't know if canada did it as well but essentially once we started having 
satellites looking at these things and we started having uh, computerized anything happening, data collection happening. They basically said that all of the records before that, uh, they're not right. We're just going to, the only official data that they now, that they have, that they say is official is from 1983 on. And everything before that, they say, yeah, we don't know if that's, we don't think that's right. We think there's a lot of reasons that that would be wrong. And it kind of makes sense that they would say that because it, it looks more like, like this. And if you're watching the video, what you see is going back to, say, 1930 in the U.S., you're looking at around 50 million acres burnt. And then you're back down in the 5 million acres burnt, you know, around right now or 7 million acres or whatever it is. And so oddly enough, starting in 1983, that's when they say that the data becomes official because they've got their actual computerized data. They just don't want to look at the old data anymore. Now, some of this data, we'll say, there's a, they say that there's a potential some of it was double counted. Like they had a wildfire and uh, let's say two different agencies responded. And they both sent that in their reports. Now, the people writing this data down for the U.S. government, you would say, well, these two different agencies, two different fire departments reported this fire in the same area. I guess I'm just going to put both of those down and add those two together, right? I don't know. I hope that they wouldn't do that. The other thing is, they say that this data counts intentionally set fires to burn off some of the wooded areas to prevent uncontrolled fires. All right, now, if you wanted to look at that part and say that that's a big part of the graph, another thing that I would say is we need to be doing more controlled burns. Now, that's a little bit more difficult these days because there's so many more people scattered out throughout all of our forests than there were back in, say, 1907. That was much more difficult to do. Now, another interesting little tidbit about these fires is that used to, back in the olden times, when a forest would catch on fire, the forest would burn down. That's, that's just kind of how it went, you know? There weren't these massive forest wildfire firefighters out there. I can't remember what you call them right now, okay? I've had a long day. I've had a long day, all right? Now, we don't do that anymore. One of the reasons that we don't do that anymore is because you had all these, you had all these uh, timber companies up there. They're cutting down all these forests. They got these tree farms out there, you know, selling all this wood. And turns out some of the product would burn up. And so they actually got with the governments and said, hey, we got to make sure that anytime the forest catches on fire that you guys put out this fire. You know, we're selling this crap up here, man. All right. And so then they started this base, essentially this policy saying, all right, we can't allow forests to burn anymore. I'm not saying that when all the forests burn down, but we all know that that is a natural part of the Earth's cycle. All right. Fire is cleansing. Now let's go on to another graph here. Here's the really interesting part. Remember how I told you that they essentially decided that None of the data before 1983 means anything at all. Uh, time record starting began in the year 1983. What was the lowest amount of acres burned on record 
that we have, 1983. And since then, it's essentially been going up now if they would have said 1960 or 1950 or heck even 1970 then they would have had a graph that started from higher numbers and went down to 1983 which was the lowest point and then started going back up a little bit instead the official charts that we have look like this where they just started in 1983 and they just essentially keep going up on a nice little uptrend. I'm just saying it's really weird that somehow only the lowest point on record is the time that we're able to start counting wildfires. It's weird. I'm not alleging anything. I'm saying it's weird. What a crazy coincidence this is. Life's crazy, okay? The world throws some crazy stuff at us sometimes, and this is one of them. Now, what's the important part here? When you look at some of the some of these charts are from a book called False Alarm, and I highly recommend it by Bjorn uh, Bjorn Lomberg, really good one. And there's another great one called Apocalypse Never by Michael Schellenberger. Uh, I've actually been reading, going back and forth between those quite a bit over the last two or three weeks, rereading both of those books because I, I wanted to get up on all the climate change talk again. Because I believe climate change is going to be the biggest waste of money and intrusion into our personal liberties um, that we've ever seen. And I don't think it's even going to be close. All right. Because anytime the wind blows, they say that it's because we didn't give politicians enough money. And so this is, um, is going to be this is going to be an ongoing thing anyway. He gives us graph here, top policy priorities for the world. Now, 9.7 million people from across the world rank their priorities out of 16 different options. 9.7 million people. That's a pretty big, pretty big poll, okay? Number one is education. Number two is health. Number three is jobs. Number four is corruption. Number five is nutrition. Number six is violence. Number seven is clean water. Number eight is support for people who can't work. Number nine is better infrastructure. Number 10 is equality. Number 11 is reliable energy. Number, I don't remember what, number 11 is political freedom. I think I just got off there. Then we got no discrimination. Then we got protect forests, rivers, and oceans. And then we have phone and internet. And then the very last one out of these 16 options is climate change. Okay. So, how hard is it going to be to get the entire world together to work on climate change? Um, it's going to be pretty difficult, pretty difficult. Now, what if us rich countries, well, we just decide that we're going to solve the problem. That's what we're going to do, all right? That's not actually going to work either. Okay, emissions and temperature rises with the rich world stopping emissions. Now, this is the UN, the IPCC, okay? On these graphs, let me just explain them to you. This left graph here, we've got emissions. 
On the right, we've got the temperature projection, and this is going from the year 2000 up to the year 2100 on both graphs. Now, emissions, we'll just say the, uh, the carbon dioxide emissions uh, per year. If the rich world just stops, I mean, no emissions at all. You take away all their emissions. Imagine all of our goals that we have. None of them involve taking away all of our emissions. Like almost none of them. Let's just say that some of them do. Okay, this is if all the rich countries in the world have no emissions. And they have no emissions starting in the year 2020. Okay. What do you think the difference would be by the year 2100? The temperature rise, instead of being 7.4 degrees Fahrenheit, hotter in 2100, instead of being 7.4 hotter in 2100, it would be 6.7 hotter in 2100. Okay. That essentially stops nothing. None of the things, remember all of, remember all of the things that we just read through from all of these politicians who if you just give them money and power, they're going to stop things from happening. If we just did this thing right here, we'll stop climate change. Chuck Schumer is even talking about reversing the disastrous effects of climate change. If we completely stop our emissions and all of the other wealthy countries stop all of their emissions and we stop them immediately, then the temperature increase instead of 7.4 degrees would be 6.7. We're not going to stop them immediately. Not all of these countries are going to stop them immediately. Okay. What I'm trying to say is, it's not going to happen. All of these tweets that I just showed you beforehand, it's not going to happen. We're not going to stop what's coming. We're just, according to the models, according to people saying that, I'm talking about the people who say climate change is real, that the Earth's temperature is going to keep increasing up until the year 2100. I think we all die at that point. Even those people who are crunching the numbers so they can figure out what we need to do to stop this are saying, this is what's going to happen. It doesn't matter if you stop the emissions or you keep them going, what they're doing right now. Essentially, there's, not, there's really not very much of a difference. Okay? So what we have to focus on, I'm not trying to tell you that the world's going to end here. we got to focus on adapting. we got to focus on taking... When it comes to uh, things like wildfires, their places seem like they got a little bit more figured out. Like Texas. Now, this is a post from John Miltimore from fee and he posted this back in 2020 okay i just found it because i was reading the fee article uh, earlier john miltimore says texas has more forest than california and higher temperatures yet government data show that from 1997 to 2019 texas had about one-third the number of mega fires that's fires larger than 100,000 acres than California did. 95% of Texas's land mass is privately owned, and Texas embraces natural burning 
unlike California, that's cleaning your florist. Okay, just like the good man Trump said. And I see again the forest fires are starting. They're starting again in California. I said, you gotta clean your floors, you gotta clean your forests. They have many, many years of leaves and broken trees, and they're like, like so flammable. You touch them, it goes up. I've been telling them this now for three years, but they don't want to listen. The environment. That's one of my favorites. Uh, but he's kind of right about that, okay? That's one thing that we need to do. You got to clean your floors. I just wanted to bring you some of this information tonight because we're going to keep seeing things like this on social media. And it really bothers me when these trust the science people or follow the science or f whatever they want to call themselves. Uh, we'll look at a picture and then say, see, climate change. That's a picture. I'm not, I'm not saying that things look really great in New York right now. And I'm not saying that it's not because of climate change. It could be a little drier. could be a little hotter. But there are things that you could do, like cleaning your floors, like Trump said. Maybe that could help out. Do some more natural burns. Do some controlled burns out there. Forests are supposed to burn, and deciding that none of them should ever burn, eventually the whole thing is going to go up like a tinderbox, okay? I'm not saying that that's exactly what happened right now uh, with this specific fire or these specific fires up in Canada, but it's certainly been the case in several of the others. And by the way, how did these fires even start in the first place? There's another question. Was it lightning? Was it arson? I don't know, because it's being investigated right now. And it could end up being arson yet again, just like some of the major ones that we've seen out there in California. As we know, climate change causes more uh, arson. That's, that's what it says. Uh, in the book, in the climate change book that we're giving to our kids there in school. So anyway, if you enjoyed today's episode, and I know that you did, then tell a friend, tell a family member not to listen to this week's episodes because it's kind of a weird week. Listen to last week's episodes or listen to next week's episodes. Or if you enjoyed this one too and you think someone else would, then send it right on over to him just hit the share button on your phone and text it take a leap and and share it directly to them you know referrals from one person to another that's like the most that's like gold in advertising for a business it's better than any ad that we can buy anywhere you telling someone about it is more valuable than any ad that we could buy those convert so much better all right. Just think of a time that you heard advice from a friend said, hey, try this out versus you saw an ad somewhere. OK, unless it was that crazy friend. It's always telling you to do crazy stuff. OK, if you enjoyed it, do all the things I just said, which I don't know what they were either, but you better do them. And if you do, then I'll be right back again tomorrow. Same Liberty time, which is whenever I want and same Liberty channel, which is Good Morning Liberty. Until then, have a good day and a good morning. Liberty.